Well, good evening. Howdy to all of the Gunslinger Posse, wherever and whenever you are now. Welcome to the San Antonio Gunslingers Coaches Show of October 4th, 2023. I'm your host, Ralph Judkins, and he's Tom Manas, head coach and general manager of the Gunslingers. How are you doing tonight, coach? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. Uh, glad to be here. Well, this is exciting, so let's just go ahead and get right on into it. Our very, very first coaches show with the San Antonio Gunslingers. And I don't really want to assume anything here. In fact, I've kind of titled the show Assume Nothing for that reason. So let's start with the very, very basic. Coach, what in the world is this show actually about? Well, you know, um, everywhere I've been, we've done a coaches show of sorts, right? And the idea is to always keep our fans um, abreast of what's going on with the team. I, I think transparency is great for your fan base. Uh, I think it's great for people that live in town that support us. I think it's great for the league, for other teams to watch what we're doing. I think it's great for other leagues to watch what we're doing. Um, always trying to set the bar you know, and challenge those uh, in our profession to do the same thing. This is no, this show, by the way, is no reflection of how our show is going to be. Um, starting next week, uh, I'll be in town again, and uh, we'll start uh, doing live shows on Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Central, right? And then, uh, of course, that's uh, 8 o'clock Eastern for uh, all of our followers uh, I won't say New York, but New York and Michigan and Florida and the East Coast that, that watch what we do. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's just to, you know, be transparent. Tell 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 the fan base, tell the country what we're doing, what we're up to, um, things we want to brag about, things we want to apologize for. You know, the typical coaches show, you know. Um, and so it, it'll be fun. It's going to be a conversation. We're going to have guests on throughout the the off season and during the season, we're going to have players, owners, uh, sponsors. We're going to have, um, I think next week, our first guest is going to be Jordan from our merchandising uh, store. Uh, he is the the brains behind all the designs that you get these cool shirts and all that stuff. And I, I wanted him to be on and talk about, he's got some special Halloween jerseys coming up. Uh, we're going to have a big push for Christmas, uh, you know, and all that fun stuff. So, you know, it's all, it's all good. Well, this is, I'm excited to be here. This is the first time me directing. Like I say, this is our, as you said, this is our benchmark. We are going to climb up from here. This is the low point, the starting point. We got nowhere to go, but up. I've been told by Philip of the smoking guns that you're going to hate this show. I'm going to hate this show later. And yeah, it's probably right. But if you're liking what you're seeing so far, that's what this show is all about. It's for, you the fans for us to connect directly with you we are the horse's mouth as opposed to the other end of the horse as far as uh, sometimes information sometimes. goes yeah sometimes we can be either end so speaking about the end that we're on the game we're playing assuming nothing about our audience what would you say to our friends that are just turned in as an acquaintance and really don't know what indoor football is and then past that, what is the IFL version of indoor football? Let's start with indoor football itself. Why should I watch this if I'm a fan of the outdoor game and I'm a fan of the game on Sunday and I follow uh, my kids, my grandkids, my relatives at a football field near you on Friday night? Well, that's a lot to, to cover. Um, I didn't say it was going to be easy, Coach. Yeah. Did we mention this is a seven-hour show? No. Um, okay, so so I don't want so, it to be that long. <laughs> yeah, no, right. Me either. Um, but basically, you know, we're we're joining a league. For those of you that know us, the football that you saw last year, uh, I I was a coach in New York for a number of years, and um, what you guys had here in San Antonio was a version of arena football. Um, arena football is Ironman football. Uh, we have the nets. Uh, you can kick the ball off the nets. There's some great things about arena football that I loved. Um, but there's also some things that I always 
kind of wished we didn't have to deal with. The IFL is somewhat of a hybrid, okay? It's a hybrid between the outdoor game and the indoor game, okay? So if they had a crazy cousin, this would be it. Um, but what it is is it's it's a form of outdoor football made to fit indoor fields and rules. Um, there's no Ironman. So if you have an offensive tackle, uh, or I'll just use one of our signees, Cornelius Lewis, uh, a very successful offensive tackle, uh, coached him a couple championships, great guy, great athlete, great tackle. Now he doesn't have to worry about going and playing defense, which is not his position. Although he did great at it, but not his position. Uh, will he have to run down on kickoffs anymore at 335 pounds? No, no. He will be like, like my last choice to run down on kickoffs. Yeah, we're uh, going to be able to use players according to their strengths as opposed to what the rules say we have to do right. in the IFL as right. opposed to arena ball. Right. And so there's high motions. There's two high motions versus one high motion. There's the box rules, the Mac rules, the Jack rules. There, there's a number of them. So what, what I want to do on this show uh, between now and the start of the season, because, you know, some people said, you know, even one of our owners said, you sure you want to do a show every week? And I said, well, I'll tell you why I want to do a show every week when we do this show. And that is to let you know that, in fact, the reason we're doing this show is in the last week we've signed 10 players. And I'm sure the fans would like to hear about them. I'm sure they'd like to learn about them. They'd like to get an idea of who they are, what they do, how they do it, and why we signed them. That the specials we're having in merchandising, the specials we're having in season ticket sales. So I think it's important. I think, you know, and if anyone follows me, they'll know what I always say. Championships are won in September, October. They're not won in August. Um, and that goes for our fan base, too. So not sure if I lost you here, bud. Our first show, and I lost you. Okay, so now I'm going to sing a song. No, I'm just kidding. Um, until we get Ralph back, just in case. Oh, there he is. Had a glitch. The screen went white for a second. Yeah, I thought you did a great job carrying the show, and that sort of got us into the next line, which is, okay, so now we know the league we're playing in, and mm -hmm. we know the game somewhat. Who is this guy, and why are you here? Why did you choose to come here? Because at any point you could have said, eh, I've had enough. I tried to invite you into the booth last year to – you know, sort of ease you into a, a different phase. That didn't take, that didn't happen. Uh, and here we are. Well, that would have been fun. That was, uh, that would have been a good time. Um, but, uh, you know, so anyone who, again, knows me, knows what happened in New York at the end. Um, and when uh, it got to the point where it was just not savable, we'll say. And that was my whole point of being there the second time was to just try to save football in New York. Um, and I failed, you know, I, I couldn't do, I, I didn't have enough weight to make that happen. Um, but uh, I was going to come home and, you know, Miss Susan, my wife, we don't, you know, we don't have a lot of summers together because that don't revolve around football because I've been in the indoor game for the last several years. And so we thought it'd be great to take a vacation. We thought it would be great to spend time. I thought it'd be great to get my deer blinds ready and my property ready for hunting season. And, and then the phone started ringing and um, I was getting some nice offers. Um, my agent, J.R. Rickert, um, he's a fantastic agent. And, you know, we were getting offers from, you know, a lot of three initial leagues, we'll just say, uh, on the outdoor fields. And, um, we were getting some from the indoor game. And um, ironically enough, a couple came from the IFL uh, back in June. And uh, I just wasn't ready, I think, at that time to make a commitment. Um, in all honesty, I was exploring my options in the AFL. Um, I had uh, spoken to their CEO and their commissioner quite a few times and, and was looking at those opportunities. And then ironically enough, 
um, one of our coaches in our league, who's a dear, dear friend of mine, Dave Mogensen, uh, for Iowa Barnstormers, uh, we talk frequently. And he called me up and he said, hey, I was on this thing and I heard somebody mention your name um, in San Antonio. And I said, well, did they need help with anything? Did they want any, you know, maybe referrals for coaches or players or because, you know, Ralph, I reached out to you when when you asked and I've reached out to a bunch of coaches while I was home in the summer. They would call me up and say, hey, what do you think of this defense? Hey, what do you think of this? I, I always help. And so when it came down to it, um, I called James Steubing and I said, hey, I heard you guys had mentioned my name or something. He said, oh, we, we kind of threw your name around as the next head coach but we didn't think you'd want to come or whatever it was. And I said, well, don't say that, you know, uh, I've heard nothing but great things about James and, and Mr. Rackler. And I said, let's talk. And I think we spent maybe 20 minutes on the phone. Um, and then James went and talked to Don and I went and talked to Susan and, you know, we kind of came up with a, he said, well, why don't you send me an offer sheet? I said, you want me to send you an offer sheet? He said, yeah. So I sent him an offer sheet and he said, well, okay. And this was on a Thursday. I'll never forget this because I called my agent on Friday morning. I said, is it weird we haven't heard from them? He said, no. He said, you know what? Um, it, it's a big deal. Give them till Monday. And if we don't hear from them, we'll soon we'll move on. And Monday came or Friday came Friday afternoon. And I got a call from James and, and we came to terms and we agreed in principle, and I think a couple of days later, I flew down and we got the deal done. So it was, um, you know, I've used this line on two shows already, but I'll use it again for anyone who hadn't heard it. You know, they asked me, was it a hard decision to come here? And I said, well, after meeting Don and James and the family and the, seeing the infrastructure that he's built in John Wayne, um, I said, I'm like the easy grown high school, man. I was a pushover, you know. So I wanted to come and uh, be here and, and be a part of this. And um, he's let me do what I do. And I think it's reflective on who we signed already. By the time this show airs tomorrow, I think we'll be at 12 new players. Uh, well, two re-signs and 10 new players, 10 new faces. Um, and these are the best of the best from around the country in indoor football. So, yeah. Um, you know, it's every coach's dream. Have a loyal owner a great owner. Um, we all stay in our lanes. Um, the staff is fantastic. Morgan doing our social media, Jordan doing his uh, creative stuff with everything that he does remarkably. And April, who kind of keeps the whole thing going in operations and, and Jimmy doing the high school stuff and ticket sales. And there's so many I can mention. Sandra and we'll be talking more that. about that later in the show. Yeah, they're all they're all fantastic. What a, what an unbelievable team we have. So. Well, this will end our very very first segment of the very very first coaches show. We'll be back in just a moment. You are watching the very first premiere edition of the San Antonio Gunslingers Coaches Show. We'll be right back. Spreester, Jimenez, Kasky, Ramirez. Cars ramming into DPS troopers. I do the behind the kitchen door. I hear about the video of your DWI arrest. Expect more at 10. And on the night beat. Night on the night beat. The night beat. Quality. Here at John Wayne, it's not just a word. It's our foundation. From the people we employ, to the service that's provided, to the equipment that we design and install, quality matters. For nearly 20 years, providing quality Texas comfort to the San Antonio area communities has been our highest priority. Right now, get a complete new system with affordable monthly payments from $72. Plus, get no interest and no payments for 12 months. For quality you can count on, call John Wayne today. For generations, the family recipes at Carabas Italian Grill have been bringing people together. From the sweet smell of our scratch-made sauce to our rich layers of lasagna, we believe food made with love leads to tables filled with laughter. Dine with us or order out at Carabas.com.
Welcome back to the Coach's Show. I'm Ralph Judkins, and that's Coach Tom Manas. Well, let's get back into it so we've met our coach. What about the other guys? Who are those other coaches that you brought in? We announced them just last week, and there was a bit of a splish and a splash because we took some names not out of any hat, but out of other people's pockets and created openings in other leagues at the very, very top position to bring in assistance here. And that's an amazing, amazing story and a tribute to our coach, Tom and us. Uh, tell us about the other coaches that you brought on board this year, because I'm blown away. Well, um, football coaches, um, it's built on relationships, right? Um you, you'll see in the NFL, people get mad. Why didn't they hire? Why didn't this head coach hire this OC? Why didn't they hire this DC? And it's people that you either respect a great deal and or you already have a long-term relationship with. Because the one thing a head coach wants is loyalty. That's the one thing he wants. He craves loyalty. Um, he's got to give it, but he's got has to also want it back. And I have this saying to my coaches every year, Love your coaches like your players. You'll build a love for the player going in. Um, that takes time. But love your coaches because we're going to spend so much time together. We're going to be, you know, the players maybe will be at the facility five, six hours a day. We'll be there 10, 12 hours a day. Uh, when they have a day off, we'll be working. When, you know, when it's time to eat, we'll eat last. You know, that's kind of my philosophy on things. And, so love each other up and do that. So what I did is I tried to assemble a staff this year, this time, with people I had great respect for. Now, not only what they've done, but also the relationships I've had with them. Okay. Um, start with Coach Fuller. Coach Fuller is not only our offense coordinator, he's our assistant head coach. And which basically means. Just hmm? months ago, he was the head coach in Carolina, correct. A team that two years in a row made it to the finals. And sorry, three. Yeah. No, yeah. I said sorry because yeah. we won them <laughs> those two Buffalo years. Bills. Buffalo Bills. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not that. And and you, you know, as a head coach, you can only do what you can do, right? It takes ownership. It takes players' performance. It takes health of your players. It takes so many things, factors coming into it, but. They stopped the gunslingers last year when it mattered most. So Right. So let's talk about Coach Fuller, though. Coach Fuller is the offense coordinator and the assistant head coach, which right away should tell you my level of respect for him. Okay. Um, he's exceptional at his craft. He is um, what you would call, you'd like to say he's the best, you know, I use the term, be the best version of yourself today, right? He is a guy who really strives to be the best version of himself every day. He's just a classy guy and he's a great character guy. And, um, you know, every year when we would play them and we'd hug it out at the end of a game or, you know, whatever, we, I always said to him, we got to work together. We got to work together. And he kind of chuckled because who would ever thought. So when this is kind of funny, but true. Um, so back in June, July, when I thought, um, you know, I'm going to be coaching somewhere next year. Um, so I better start assembling a team. So I could call any player I wanted. I could call any coach I wanted because I wasn't affiliated with anyone at the time, which I've never had that opportunity. But and I wanted to be. It was a great one. It's like, okay, we're no longer bound by the rules of the previous. Yeah, but but we, are, we are bound by ethics, right? right. I am. And so I wasn't going to call guys and put stuff in their head when they were in a playoff run or they're in the middle of their season or whatever. But maybe I'd send a note, hey, following you, hope things are going good, love to talk to you after the season, stuff like that. But I wouldn't I wouldn't get into heavy recruiting and all that kind of stuff with coaches or players. But I started a conversation of respect with Coach Fuller. Uh, matter of fact, we were watching, I was watching a game and, you know, after the game, I'd always text Coach Fuller after the game and say, hey, great game or tough loss or bad call or this or that, and just you know, normal coaches stuff. And we kept the dialogue going, but very respectful to his job because he's, he wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't impose on him, nor would he let that happen. Um, so when 
everything came to an end, um, I knew that I would have to make Coach Fuller uh, kind of a, uh, a plea with Coach Fuller uh, in the sense that I want you, but I also understand you're going to be a very wanted man in for other teams. Um, how can I convince you that this is something that we want to do? And to his credit, he's the kind of coach that loves challenges and loves, you know, uh, the opportunity. And he, I think him and I are a lot of like, we'd probably coach trees if we had to, right? I mean, it wouldn't matter. We would just love coaching. And so he, we came to a deal. It was great. He was the absolute first one without him. You know, he was basically the rock, the foundation that we needed. Cause I'm a defensive guy. I'm, I make no bones about it. I'll give you my offensive opinion on maybe the run game, but I'm, I'm not an offensive guy. I'm a defensive guy. And um, which is odd to be in indoor football because a lot of people don't think there's much defense in the indoor football, but there really is. And if they watch the championship game in 22, I think you'll see that defense won that game, but Suffice to say, great hire, great guy. So then my, um, while I was on the phone with him, I had actually been talking to another offensive line coach. And I wanted to get someone that Coach Fuller was comfortable with, and I ran it by him because he would work with them more so than I would on a daily basis. And I said to him, I said, well, you know, we'll get this guy, and it'll be great. And then this guy ended up getting a head coaching opportunity, and he left. I didn't panic. It's an O-line position. You just want someone who's very good at what they do. And Coach Fuller recommended Coach Johnson. And I said, well, I've never met Coach Johnson. Let me talk to him. Found out he used to be a head coach here in San Antonio. Um, so now I said, well, you, you've worked with Coach Fuller before. I have. I said, great. Uh, you guys are comfortable here. Great. I asked him a few more questions. Asked him some personal questions. Asked him some football questions. We talked. And when I got off the phone with him, I felt very, very comfortable in bringing Coach Johnson on board. And I'm looking forward to getting to know him better personally every day. And, and as a matter of fact, we signed, if you check our site out, we signed three of the best linemen probably in the country. And I wrote him a happy birthday message last night. And he goes, it's not my birthday, Coach. I go, check the transaction report. It's your birthday. <laughs> so, he liked that. Um, and then the next one was um, – Again, someone who worked with me, won a championship with me, um, I respect a lot. He's one of the smartest football coaches I know, and that's Chris McKinney, who just got done winning a championship in Columbus as a head coach. So now you're talking about now I got three head coaches, um, basically, and with co head coaching experience. And I asked Chris to come on board and help me with the defense and take on the defensive backfield. And he did. Um, he agreed. We came to terms, which is uh, I'm very grateful because he's coming halfway across the country to do that. And that's a sign that we have a good, loyal relationship. And then the last one, who is my son, um, I'm convinced he's my son. We, we've got to talk more about it, but uh, Jeremy Richardson. Um, I've coached Jay Rich as a player. Um, and I gave him his first coaching job with me. Uh, we won two rings together. Um, he is probably one of the best recruiters that I've ever met um, because he has that player relationship still, but also as a coach. So he can talk to a player as a player, a former player recently, and then talk to him also as a coach. And he's developing as a coach every day. And I'm confident um, Jeremy's going to be a uh, head coach someplace real soon too. Um, so uh, he's going to be handling our defensive line and linebackers. Um, and he will also help when he can. Um, he was a great running back fullback for uh, in arena football too. So there, there's, we're going to all help each other. Um, but we've hired what I think is the best of the best at their positions. And then, um, you know, I'll, I'll make the defensive calls. And um, Coach Fuller is going to make the offensive calls. And I'm, I'm thinking right now uh, Jay Rich is probably going to handle the majority of the special teams for us. Um, and and we'll go ahead and go from there. I mean, so we I'm so blessed to have these guys. Um, 
So when people think, oh, well, it's easy to get a staff together like this and, you know, it, it, it wasn't hard, but it wasn't, it wasn't terribly easy either because I want to make sure that they're compensated well. And thanks to Mr. Rackler and uh, Mr. Stubing, they are. I wanted to make sure that they're going to get taken care of. I wanted to make sure that they feel comfortable and have a little bit of ownership and what we're doing in the process. Um, and so uh, it's a collaboration. You know, head coaches get a lot of the credit, but we also are the first to get fired. Um, and that comes with the territory, right? Um, but you better surround yourself with really smart people and really loyal people if you want to have sustainability. And I think we have that. So to sum it all up, to the fans of San Antonio and to all the other teams, we drew three kings, three yep. head coaches, and we have a king in the making, a jack. That's pretty good. Now we're going to get into who is our whole Well, you actually have, you have four head coaches on one staff. Jay Rich has head coaching experience. Me. You forgot oh, me. Yeah. So me, Fuller, uh, Johnson, and McKinney. So you got four. Okay. Right. Yeah, we got, we got four crazy. Kings. Right. Beat that, guys. Beat that. And right. as our kicker, we have, and I don't mean the actual kicker, I mean as the player, uh, who's our who's our QB1? None other than. <laughs> yeah, Sam Castronova. I mean, um, when we got Sam, Sam was kind of um, discarded, if you will, by Carolina at the time. Um, and probably rightfully so. He wasn't playing very well. He was injured. He was, you know, just a mess at the time. He was a young player and he was learning the game. And, um, you know, we, we took a, we took a shooter on him in, uh, you know, and we brought him in with another quarterback that was had high accolades, played at UCLA, did all this, did all that. And I kind of, been, I was kind of watching from a distance uh, at during camp that year and it was Sam against this other guy and um what what we would have any time off I was watching the other guy and the other guy was practicing his golf swing you know just air swinging and talking about different things and this and that and I'd look at Sam and Sam would be talking to the center and Sam would be talking to the receiver and he'd be throwing balls and okay okay and we invested a lot of money and a lot of time into the other kid and um, after that first game, Sam was our guy. And then um, what happened was uh, our offense coordinator nurtured it a little bit, got things going with him, got him feeling comfortable. I supported him. Um, we, you know, we surrounded him with unbelievable talent. Uh, he struggled a bit. You know, there were times, I mean, we actually pulled him in the San Antonio game when we played here because he was struggling. And that was probably a really good thing to have happen to him um, because when he did come back in, he, he started to play more flawless. And we, we saw great athletic ability. I told someone on the radio last night, he's kind of a cross between Allen in Buffalo and Mahomes in Kansas City. He runs like Allen. He's not afraid. Um, I wish he would slide more or get to the wall more, but he, he's he's fearless in that respect, and he has a creativeness about him and an accuracy uh, like Mahomes. He can throw a sidearm. He can throw over the top. He can throw a quick pass. He can throw across the field. He can throw the length of the field and also run the length of the field. And in the IFL, that's going to be an integral part of our RPO run pass option offense. So, uh, you know, getting Sam, I mean, you can't have a great football team without a great quarterback. Not in the IFL. Not in not any in league. Not in any league. Not in high school. Not in college. Not in the pros. In any level. You cannot have a good football team unless you got a great quarterback. And we got a great quarterback. And I think he's the best in the country. I, I, I don't see anyone. I think people are going to fall in love with him in the IFL. I, I certainly hope so. But I do know uh, Sam Castronova loves playing golf. But that doesn't mean he's necessarily that great at it, and he certainly is all business. Jay Rich spilled the beans on that, and uh, if oh no, he's a good golfer. He's a very good golfer. You don't want to play skins with him. Trust me, yeah, you don't want. We would love to talk to anyone running a pro store or golf supply or whichever about 
getting Sam as your face guy because this guy's very, very personable. Mm-hmm. You, you you just want to like him. Well, here's here's the thing about Sam too, right? So yeah, if you own a golf course in the San Antonio area, you definitely want to call me because when we do get a very rare day off or we get a very rare couple hours off and we can get nine in, um, we would love to be at your place. Um, but aside from that, the, the biggest thing is this. Um, Sam is a Christian-based, faith-based young man who is all about his family, his beautiful family. He just had a little boy a year ago. Um, kids, great. Everything's great. Um, they're they're going to grow their family. He's going to continue to do that. He helps with prayer. He helps with uh, testimony. He helps with guiding some players that maybe hadn't had an opportunity to be involved in that. That's how I am. That's how he is. I'm more, I could have deal with God. He lets me be a football coach and a Christian and where he's more of a Christian and happens to be a football player. Right. So, um, but he is, he is a great example. He's the kid that every parent wishes their daughter would bring home. Right. I mean, he is that guy. Um, so you don't just get a good football player. And remember what I said early on to you, Ralph, I don't just sign good football players nonchalantly. I have conversations with them. I vet them. I look into their college career. I look into their last pro team where they were with, if they caused problems, if they did this, if they did that. We want strong, strong character guys that just happen to be really great football players. So I can tell you out of the 10, 12 we just signed, um, they're all that way, like 100% across the board. So right there is almost half your team, right? And then the other half of the team is going to be made up of young rookies and less experienced guys. What better group to bring your sons, your players into than to be around these guys for the next five months? Because it's not my hey, – look, in, in high school, you're just trying to teach kids regiment pretty much, Right. When you get to college, that's when you have an opportunity as a coach to make them into good young men, right, in college. When you get them in the pros, you kind of get what you get at that point. Now, can guys change? Sure, they can. Can guys Should guys get second chances? I'm a second chance guy. I don't think there's a plant, person on the planet that's not a second or third chance guy. So, yeah, I think you can. But you have to make sure that you don't bring in something that can ruin that. I've seen locker rooms get destroyed by prima donnas. I've seen locker rooms get destroyed by, um, you know, people that think they're getting wronged because they're not playing. It has nothing to do with their lack of talent. It has to do with somebody doesn't like them, you know. And I've seen them destroy teams like that and, and make coaches want to just quit the profession. I'm surrounding myself with a group of young men. 25 guys will make our final roster. 21 will dress every Saturday. They're going to be the best guys I'm going to be around anyway. Win, lose, or draw. Those are my guys. So if you don't have a philosophy, God, family, football, don't come here. Don't come here. Just don't come here. There's plenty of other teams that don't have that order. Go ahead and do it. But if you come here, you want to be that way. Yeah. We're actually previewing the next segment about uh, about exactly that. But for those who want to fall in love uh, with Sam Castronova now, uh, let's talk a bit about uh, Jordan's swag and merchandise. Uh, if you wanted to get in on this now, uh, how would you go about doing that, Coach? Yeah, it's limited, too. So one of the things I wanted to do for Sam is QB1 is I wanted to create a fan jersey. You can see we love our fan jerseys with the gunslingers, right? So we've created what well, Jordan created. I just sat there and went, yeah, that looks great. That looks great. Yeah, there you go. There you go. So, there so Jordan created this fan jersey that is a limited edition jersey that you can order now. And it basically has Sam on the cover and our patch and QB1 and his new number three. And for those of you, um, that three has a meaning. So um, you'll soon find out. But, yeah, and it it's um, – it's a great looking shirt. It's one that, um, 
you know, it's just fantastic. And it's a tribute to Sam and to the uh, Don and to James for putting it together for him and showing our appreciation for him choosing the Gunslingers. So you can go, I think, on our webpage and you can order it there, uh, pre-order it there. If you have any questions or anything, you know, don't feel free to reach out directly. But that is, um, again, it's limited time. It's not going to be there forever. So if you want one, grab one. I think they're 50 bucks. They're nothing, you know, for them. So, and they're fantastic shirts. So. Well, we'll continue with more of the Coaches Show. When we return, you are watching the premiere episode of Coaches Coaches Show. Reputation. It defines us. How we treat the customer contributes to our reputation. It's doing the right thing every time and never cutting corners. John Wayne's customers have rewarded us with over 15,000 five-star reviews and an A-plus rating with the BBB. And for that, we thank you. Right now, get a complete new system with affordable monthly payments from $72, plus get no interest and no payments for 12 months. John Wayne Service Company, our reputation is in every truck. so easy to love pick and pull why how about the largest inventory in south texas how about the ease of finding your part with our interchange in real-time inventory search at pickandpullsa.com how about an organized yard and maps to find your parts plus a shuttle at pick and pull we make it easy to save money on the quality used auto parts you need at a price you can afford more to pick let's pull from your budget now that's pick and pull And we're back again with our next segment. Ralph Judkins here along with Coach Tom Manas. For the fans that were here last year, I just showed a familiar uniform and face of a player. And the big question that we heard from many people within the community is like, okay, uh, is anybody coming back from last year? And if so, who? Because we had some stars on this team. Who are we bringing back, Coach? And who else have we brought on board? Well, um, <laughs> Mr. Rashad, who we all love, right? And uh, a fan favorite. And um, Mr. Harvey, also um, one of our linemen from last year, have signed and officially rejoined the Gunslingers. Um, we're not done yet, but we're, we're not in any hurry either at this point. Um, my biggest chore was to get our core in, in place, um, which we did. We signed three, of the, like I said, three of the best linemen, Harvey, Cornelius Lewis, and Isaiah Hardy. We signed them. Um, we've got uh, Kali at wide receiver. Uh, hopefully in the next hour, I'll be signing a very famous other wide receiver to come join us. Um, Is that the one with the unusual nickname, perhaps? No. Okay. No. And then we have, um, we signed a local talent uh, from the University of Texas, San Antonio, B.J. Uh, Reynolds, running back. We, we have him joining us this year. Um, and so it, it just keeps growing and growing. But my, my key was to try to get, uh, we got a kid by the name of Anthony Cruz. Uh, I call him Superman. Um He's, I don't know, 6'2", 6'3", probably 220-pound chisel guy. He can jump out of a gym. He's an unbelievable athlete. And the nice thing about uh, Mr. Cruz is he's not only a fantastic wide receiver, he is also a quarterback. So it's always nice to have uh, a quarterback that you're going to have on your roster and doesn't necessarily mean you have to dress a backup quarterback for every game, um, which is nice. 
Um, so we have some options. Uh, again, we're putting this thing together. I'm going to be speaking to another offensive lineman tonight. Um, we're looking at signing a uh, – tonight also we're signing a very famous Mac linebacker uh, that's going to be joining us that the whole country pretty much knows of who follows indoor football. Um, so, yeah, it's, um, it's kind of a who's who going on. And what I'm looking forward is over the course of the next several shows when we start going live at our locations is having those guys join us um, either taped or via live on, on here and uh, join us so they, the fans get an opportunity to meet everybody and get to know them. And I know Morgan and I talked today about starting a, a little episode uh, aside from this where it's get to know the players where she'll sit down and interview them and talk to them and find out more about their personal life and who they are. Those that are new, uh, we're talking about Morgan Stubing. Yes, I'm sorry. Yep. Her role in this organization, Coach? Well, she's, uh, you know, she's our media queen, man, as far as I'm concerned when it comes to social media. Uh, this poor girl today, I'm like, okay, we just signed this guy. Okay, I'll get something ready. Oh, we just signed this guy. I'll get this guy ready. And, and she's doing that, doing her other things, building the store with Jordan and James and getting this done and getting that done. And I just called her up right before we came on just to say thank you. You know, thank you for doing everything you're doing. And, and, you know, I don't think people realize how hard we are working as a gunslinger organization right now. Um, and and the reason we're working so well, we had a staff meeting, right? We had an all staff meeting about a week ago. And in the all staff meeting, I said, I just want you all to think about something for a second. There's about 25 of us in this room, right? Every department. I said, how many other teams in the country right now do you think are doing this? in September. How many how many other teams do you think are doing this? And I'll tell you the answer. It's zero. Nobody's doing that. No one's having 25 person staff meetings and talking about uh, you know, uh, let alone that. We've already had coaches meetings. We we talk almost every day either via text or phone. Um we're trying to build something here um that becomes the benchmark of indoor football. That's what we're trying to do. Now there's some great teams that have been doing it a long time, you know. Arizona Rattlers, you know, and the Iowa Barnstormers and the people like that. And there's many, many more to mention, but they've been doing it a long time. They've been doing it right. We just want to be, we, we don't want to be the new kid on the block. We want to be uh, basically an associate. Okay. We don't want to be just someone walking in the door. We want to be someone who looks like they've been here for years when the season starts. Now for the uh, fan side, we have a lot of fans in the San Antonio area and hopefully some new fans outside of the area as this show obviously goes worldwide and out on your connections. For the old fans, the new fans, and those that are thinking about it, how can they specifically help the gunslingers bring about the vision that you just described of not just being here, being like we've been here before and for some time? How can, you, how can they help us win, Coach? Well, you know, we use it. We use the term in the office, right? Have you won the day, right? So, first thing we, we all ask each other: Did you win the day? Then, did you win the week? Did you win the month? Did you win the season? Right? Those are all parts of a championship organization, and it's not just the football players. It's the person answering the phone. It's the it's the guy who cleans the arena after games. We all have to be at a high level standard of performance, right? So the way fans can get involved is this, and you're going to get mad at me, fans, because I'm going to challenge you every month, right? And uh, uh, so when you when you come on me and say, you know, hey, how come you didn't win that game? Or, hey, how come you only won by two and you didn't win by 20? And uh, that was a bad call in the fourth quarter. If you're sitting in the stands, I'll say, oh, you know what? Yeah, my error. We're going to get better. Thanks for coming. I appreciate you. If you're not at our games and you're on the internet and you're doing it, I'm going to say <laughs> bugger off, right? I mean, so it, it's it's kind of like this. You want to be a part of this team, then be a part of this team. The only way you can really and truly be a part of this team is to, there's three ways, okay? One is that if you're in the area, come to a game. Come to games. Buy your season tickets now. Become right? a team member. 
become a team member. We don't even call them season ticket holders anymore. We're calling them team members. Okay. So become a team member. You get all kinds of perks from it. You get special invites to private events. You get this, you get that. Um, it's it's going to be a lot of fun. Plus, can I get into that now? Is oh, that okay? Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. So, so if you buy a season ticket right now, you put in your registration for a season ticket. And all you got to do is $24 deposit. And everything's based on 2024. That's why you're getting the 24th. $24 deposit, 24% discount on your ticket. And we offer 12-month financing on the ticket, or maybe financing all the way up until the season. I don't know, but I think it's 12-month financing on your season ticket. So well, you can you can pay for it. You put it on a card. Right. And it's just to get started a little, a little, a little. It's a layaway. Right. And come season, you're a season ticket holder, plus all the other events we are definitely going to be throwing between now and there. Last year, we had a meet the players event. That was one event. I'm thinking we're doing a bit oh. more than that because we're doing tons of events. Um, here, I'll give you a great example. Come yeah. to the coaches show live wherever we are. <laughs> right, but if you if you buy a seat, if you register for a season ticket, you're going to be invited to the tryouts that we have coming up. It's for season ticket holders, right? So everything we're doing is for people who. So if you're going to be part of the team, we're going to make you part of the team, okay? So that that's one way is becoming a season ticket holder. The other way is, and we all understand, some people just can't, okay? Uh, maybe it's physical, economical, whatever, whatever it is that you can't attend games, but you follow us and you're a loyal fan and you're doing all this. That's another way. Just follow us. Like the buttons. You know, that lets us know that you're there. Um, when we go live, we're going to be doing questions, right? Ask questions during the show. If you have questions you want to ask for me, if you want a question for a, a player, a coach, even if they're not there, we'll get you an answer for that, right? Just, just be involved <clears throat> in what we're doing. And the third way is support us. Support us in any way you can. So you can come to games, be a season ticket holder, or even a game day ticket holder. You can come in and, and support us online by liking us and following us and doing all those good things. And the third way is hit our stores, man. I mean, you're not going to get a better value, right? Right. So you got, we, you know, Jordan's coming up with these great Halloween shirts. Some for the kids, some for the grown-ups, okay, that are really awesome stuff that he's working on. And we, you know, as the weather starts to finally get out of the hundreds in San Antonio, um, we're going to have everything from the hoodies, the long sleeve tees, all that stuff for Christmas. So you're going to buy a Christmas present anyway. Why not support us, support your fan base, support your team in, in doing that? I don't want listen, I'm not trying to get in your pocket. I'm not. But the reason we're able to do what we do is through fan support. The one thing that used to drive me crazy is when fans say, oh, there was only 4,000 people at your game, or oh, there was only 5,000 people at your game. Right. We get that. We are doing everything we know how. You got to do some of the lifting. So every month, at the end of every month, and the last coaches show of that month, I'm going to tell you, fans, if you won the month or you didn't, just like you, you're going to tell me how I won my first four games, my second four games, my third, fourth games, my fourth, fourth game. Oh, so I'm going to tell you, <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm going to tell you the same way. I'm going to say, hey, we won, guys, we won October. I want nothing better than say, hey, we sold 150 season tickets. Hey, we sold 200 season tickets. Hey, in November, we sold this, we sold that. Why wouldn't you want to give someone a season ticket for Christmas? I mean, how cool a gift is that? If you want to take your kids someplace and know you're going to be with them eight times next year. Hey, that's the other thing, too. I know the schedule's not out yet, but we're guaranteeing you eight home games. Eight home games, okay? Um, and, yeah, we're, we're working on some really cool things in the arena. So eight home games, and you're going to have an opportunity to spend eight Saturdays, Fridays, Sundays with someone you love and enjoying football and – and believe me, we're going to engage with you as players and coaches as much as you can take. So, And I, I've got one more thing to add, Coach. If Please. you buy one piece of merchandise, you are helping the team when you wear that merchandise. You're walking around and people say, gunslingers, are those guys still around? Yes. And bring them back. Or, oh, what's that? That's football. 
football in San Antonio? Yes, the most affordable winning football team in San Antonio right now is the San Antonio Gunslingers. And that way, you might not be able to afford the ticket, but you might actually turn somebody on to us to get them to see the social media, to engage with us, and make a lifelong uh, lifelong fan and a lifelong friend, because it only takes once. This is the most addictive sport I have ever seen. You come to one game, and you want to be a part of it. Speaking of part of it, this next question is a bit uh ironic because there's no way it would happen it would involve me going to the emergency room but can i play too this is for all of somewhere out there there might be watching this show or having referred to it somebody that believes they've still got what it takes in the tank or they've still got what it takes to be a pro football player and have a pro football experience and they just want to get in the game and get started Talk about what you're looking for, Coach, and how that process could possibly happen if someone were to say in their mind, hey, can I play too? All right. So this is for all the people that want to play professional indoor football for the San Antonio Gunslingers. Listen up. Okay, get real close. And here's what it is. Calling me up or messaging me on Facebook or through email or whatever is fine. Expecting an immediate response is probably non-realistic. Okay. Um, the other thing is when you send me tape or you send me your highlight reel or you send me whatever you do, just know this. I don't put a lot of weight in the highlight reels. Highlight reels are like resumes. You don't put down a bad reference. Okay, so you're not going to show me your bad plays, too. What I like to see is I like to see complete games. So send me a complete game. Send me a couple of complete games. Send me to a website from your college or your last team that where I can watch two or three of your last games. Then I'm going to get a clear understanding of how you are. Then we look at level of competition. Okay, so you're going to you're going to send me a tape from, you know, a semi-pro team somewhere and the level of competition is not very good and you look great and you say see how great it was i scored eight touchdowns in that game i did this i did that and i'm going to say i could have probably scored eight touchdowns in that game right i mean so you want to be very understanding of the stuff and material sentiment now all that aside you put the you know you, you put your cards on the table you come to a tryout and i always have tryouts now this year we're going to have two the first one is october 28th at d1 sports okay and we're going to have all this up on online tomorrow by the time the show airs but you're going to come to d1 sports you pre-register get there we're going to give you a shirt um we're going to have all the coaching staff is flying in for this evaluation that's how important it is to us um from all over the country they're flying in. We're filming it. We're going to make sure that you get every opportunity to show us what you can do. You'll be asked to do things like, you know, the box drill. You'll be asked to do cone drill. You'll be asked to do um, a 40 yard. But then primarily it's going to be position based things that you we want to see if you have the ability to do. Great. So you get through all that and you say, oh, gee, I did great. I had a great thing and this and that. And you say, how come you didn't sign me? We can only sign 25 guys, tops. So, you know, out of 330 million people in the U.S., I can only have 25 of you. It doesn't matter how good you are. Will there be guys slip through the cracks? Of course there are. There are guys like that every year in the NFL, let alone the San Antonio Gunslingers. But what, what, what I will promise you this is you're going to have a great professional day. You're going to have a great experience. You're going to see what it's like to be coached by professional coaches. You're going to get an opportunity to showcase what you can do and just come and be the best version of yourself on that day. And I usually sign one guy per tryout. Um, I've never had a tryout where I didn't sign anyone. And if I like you, I'll sign you there on the spot. Um, and the unique thing is I signed a kid in 21 um 
he had drove from Houston to New York through the night and came to the tryout and he ended up being first team all league and he won a ring with me that year. And he wasn't even on our radar. And um, so I will tell you that you, it's possible. Um, but if you show up, you have a way better chance than sending me, you know, a highlight reel. And guys, the highlight reels, mute the rap music. I'm old. Okay. I just want to watch your film. And I'll tell you guys, this is a professional football coach. Every coach, as soon as that starts, mutes it anyway. So um, if you're going to do anything, it's better to just hear you, watch you do those things. And I'm just trying to help you uh, in the future is if you take the music out of it and you make it more about um, trying to get a job. All right. You wouldn't go with a job interview, hand your resume and throw your resume on the table and then all of a sudden pull out a, a radio and start playing rap music. You wouldn't do that. So why are you doing that to try to get a professional football job that pays way better? Right. Why would you do that? So just little things like that. And um, make sure you include your bio, your history, your resume. Uh, and no, I'll check it out. So don't just put stuff down. You know, we're going to we're going to vet you. Uh, and if you don't get a call, um, unfortunately, it's just you didn't fit what our needs are. Doesn't mean you're not good enough to play. Uh, there's a lot of teams out there right now signing players. So it, just because we may not have a need for you doesn't mean that you don't. But we sure would like to have first crack at you. And as you'd mentioned last year, Coach, or in other locations, we're looking for starters. We don't sign people necessarily as backups. Uh, we're looking for people that are ready to go and ready to go right now. And right. we're ready to go for our final break here. How about that for a seg, Coach? Uh, when we'll be back, we'll be wrapping our very first show up. And you are watching the San Antonio Junction. We'll be back with our final segment. Spreester, Jimenez, Caskey, Ramirez. Cars ramming into DPS troopers. I do the behind the kitchen door. I hear about the video of your DWI arrest. Expect more at 10. Get on the night beat. Night on the night beat. The night beat. Quality. Here at John Wayne, it's not just a word. It's our foundation. From the people we employ, to the service that's provided, to the equipment that we design and install, quality matters. For nearly 20 years, providing quality Texas comfort to the San Antonio area communities has been our highest priority. Right now, get a complete new system with affordable monthly payments from $72. Plus, get no interest and no payments for 12 months. For quality you can count on, call John Wayne today. For generations, the family recipes at Caraba's Italian Grill have been bringing people together. From the sweet smell of our scratch-made sauce to our rich layers of lasagna, we believe food made with love leads to tables filled with laughter. Dine with us or order out at Carrabba's.com. For over 30 years, Lind has managed communities across the country, but it all started here in San Antonio through hard work and dedication. This family-owned business has grown to be one of the industry leaders and key member of the San Antonio community. With affordable living options to luxury apartments, Lind offers quality living at its best. Visit lindliving.com to learn more about our communities, career opportunities, and community involvement. And welcome back to our wrap-up segment as we wrap this one up. Coach, we'll be back in action again, and not from our respective dens and basements and spare bedrooms, but out in the field, in the action. You're coming into town, and we're going out on the town, location to be determined at some point. And we're going to try to do this live. And as much fun as I had and as much fun as this was, I, I can imagine how much fun it's going to be in front of a San Antonio crowd in front of fans, all wearing gunslinger gear and all cheering on and all seeing the two of us uh, in action live. Uh, that is going to be fun. Well, I, first of all, I want to apologize for the show today. Um, you know, we could have put it off until next week. And I just didn't think, uh, I think our, our fans and our team members deserve more. I think they need to know when we're doing stuff. 
And that's why um, we're such a fluid organization in the sense that we're always going to be, you know, uh, going up. I always use the term, you're going to, you're going to notice a team that's an escalator. We're an escalator, not an elevator. Okay. Um, this is a bad analogy. I might get in trouble for this, but last year's gunslinger team was an elevator. It went up very fast and very good. Well, when you do that, there's only one way to go once you hit the top and that's down when you, when you get there too early, but we've always done. And what I've always done is use the escalator approach. So I want, I want it to just be getting better every week, every week, every week. And um, yeah, sometimes, you know, the escalator stalls, but we move up. And, and the biggest thing is this fans, just understand this. And anyone who supports us today's show's purpose was to just bring you up to speed and um, you're going to be very surprised how next week's shows looks and is and, and is fun. We'll, we'll announce it by Monday um, where we're going to be. And then we'll remind you again on Tuesday. And we'll remind you Wednesday morning. And, boy, I'll tell you what. You, you want to show some love, fill the joint. You know, just fill the joint up. Um, I know that um, you'll show the organization that we're doing everything we're supposed to be doing. Well, that, uh, yeah, click on. Again, we'll, we'll always tell you the things that everyone else says. Yeah, like like wherever this lands that you see it. Comment in the section. Go ahead and get ready to subscribe because we're going to be giving you a lot of shows. Uh, I was joking with some of my colleagues. I just inherited a TV season, and they ordered 40 episodes. Uh, yeah, get get ready for the ride. Well, thank you very much for watching the San Antonio Gunslingers very first coaches show of October 4th, 2023. Once again, I am Ralph Judkins. He is the general manager and head coach of the San Antonio Gunslingers, Tom Manas. And we're saying so long for now and always keep your guns up. Coach, we were supposed to rehearse that. All right, folks, have a good evening. <laughs>